This is a Rooster Teeth production. In 2018, a strange occurrence with Google Translate was discovered. Further investigation yielded something that spiraled into a bizarre mystery of its own involving tens of thousands of websites, multiple aliases, and a seemingly unremarkable indie film. Today, we dive into the baffling mystery of South 32. This is Red Web. Welcome back, Mystery Monday. Trevor Collins here with Alfredo Diaz talking about South 32, another internet mystery, Alfredo. Hey, um, yeah, you talked about like tens of thousands of websites. That's a lot. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of websites. Let's knock this out the top. Fredo, you got this little nose surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Just making sure nobody thinks you're, you know, doing unwell or whatever. Uh, yeah, like many human beings on the planet uh, i have a deviated septum which just mm-hmm. means i'm not getting a lot of uh, proper airflow through one of my nostrils sometimes both um that being said i've had that for like 10 years so i decided to do something about it and uh you know quick procedure I went in did a couple things um also got my turbinate fixed and things aligned so as a recording we're recording on this on like tuesday as of thursday i get my stints taken out and i should be able to actually know what it's like to breathe out of my nose for the Ooh. first time in like 10 years so Dude, i'm excited that's for cool i have no idea what that's <laughs> like <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna go outside and go ah and you're gonna have allergies attack you <laughs> i'm gonna walk onto the field during one of our investigations and just go i can smell you i can smell the sasquatch has been here <laughs> you don't smell that sasquatch I, sm- I smell bright as day yeah you're gonna be our bloodhound dude i'm about it um but yeah that's uh that's why i sound extra nasally today uh <laughs> still got some stints in and some gauze on my nose so yeah. Uh, yeah that's where that's at it is what it is but yeah i'm really excited about this one because it, it was stumbled into you know we'll, we'll go into the discovery in more detail in just a moment but yeah through google translate and again we'll dive into those details but This spurred into a finding, a discovery of tens of thousands of websites that all seemed linked together in some mysterious way, and uh, I'm kind of excited to dive in. Uh, Before we do, though, I think I wanted to mention this at the top. We do have Red Web at roosterteeth.com now. It's another way for you to reach out to us. If you ever have information you want to divulge, if there's a mystery you find, we we see all of your tweets. We see all of the reviews and everything and the comments on roosterteeth.com. But that's just another way for you to reach out to the show and engage with us. If there's any mysteries you stumble upon in the real world or any uh, photos, videos, or anything like that that you want us to look into... Uh, yeah, you can hit us up there. Let us know. Yeah. But with all that said, let's dive into this one. So this starts in 2018, at least as far as the discovery for South 32 is concerned. And it starts with a YouTuber by the name of Elders Vault, who discovered an internet mystery through research on a strange phenomenon that was found on Google Translate. Long story short, essentially people figured out that if you typed in random strings of letters and numbers into the Google Translate software and you turned it from Somalian to English, and that was the conversion you used, it would give you sometimes very cryptic results and sometimes pieces of links or religious texts and other times full sentences that wouldn't necessarily make sense if you just typed in a bunch of like oh 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 or LLLL or whatever and then you end up with a website that's kind of unexpected but it's also worth noting that we don't know why this happened it is kind of a mystery in and of itself and maybe someday we'll dive into that and see if there's more going on there but I don't think it happens now I did try to recreate some of this now I think Google has since updated it maybe there was somebody kind of messing with it and submitting uh, Somalian language that wasn't actually Somalian language maybe they're submitting strings of characters that they could secretly share information through. I don't know. But that's kind of how this all got discovered because, again, Elder's Vault came through and changed it when kind of tweaking with it to see if there was other hidden information here. They went from Mongolian to English and Google Translate returned a website. They were actually attempting to translate the phrase 333333, like basically 53s in a row, and then followed by where is the ninth planet? Where is it? W. And that translated to satana.com. If you have any questions, please feel free to send a message to a friend or a friend to a friend. And then when you went to satana.com, that was what redirected you to south32.com. And that's where this mystery begins. What the hell? It's like a rabbit hole within a rabbit hole. 
Right. I don't know how you would find this, by the way. Wrapped I, in a question Stumbling mark. away. Uh, <laughs> just to, uh, wrapping away on the, the keys to try to figure out what this might mean, you know? And there's a lot of different languages you can try to translate between. But yeah, uh, you type that in and you get a, a website that then redirects and, and off we go to the races on this one. I like to think that there's a website out there that no one has really like cracked or discovered the Easter egg. And it's like a Willy Wonka, like modern day thing where someone's just gonna be like, okay, you get the keys to the kingdom. You crack this <laughs> random code. I'd like to think that. Like some sort of uh, Ready Player One situation? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, where you get something cool at the end rather than some sort of nefarious mystery at hand. Uh, you'd hope so. I'm, most of it's <laughs> probably going to be nefarious. And that's just oh, because, yeah. you know, I co-host the show with you. Uh, I now look at the the internet and the world in a different light. <laughs> You've got to picture it like an iceberg. You see the nice bright top and you're like, that's Google.com. That's Facebook. That's whatever else you brought. Reddit. Uh, but very quickly, under the surface, there's a lot more and it starts to get dark. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like my luck. I'd be like, I found the Easter egg. And then they say, you now inherit the role that supersedes the king of the dark net. You now have the responsibility of overseeing all the dark activity that happens. I don't think that'd sit well with your conscience, knowing you. Uh, <laughs> You'd be like, no, can we? I, no, let's stop doing that. Yeah, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want it. And they say, that's too bad. Oh, that's too bad. I mean, you cracked the code. Yeah, no one else cracked the code. This is your problem. It's like the, the Santa Claus logic, right? With Tim Allen. I put on the suit. I become the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what, a cra- what a crazy premise for a show. It's like, oh, you're the guy now. All right, stay with me. Okay. Santa Claus falls off the roof. He right. dies. You take his clothes off and you put them on. You become Santa Claus. You're right. That is a very strange elevator pitch now that I think about it. It is. I mean, it, just because we're on this tangent. Does any, no one on the task force believes in Santa Claus, right? There's at least, uh, you know what? There's Did a you hear my one, eyebrows? There's at least one person on the force. You can tell there's one person on the force. They mm-hmm. have their own desk, maybe a little bit further away from everybody <laughs> else. And yep. they've got pictures of like uh-huh. Santa Claus sightings all over a corkboard. Yeah, I, I see you, Eric. <laughs> I see you, Tasha. I see you out there. Actually, there's two of them. They work together, and they're in the annex by themselves. And that's yeah, why. they are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so we stumble through a string of characters that can converted from Mongolian to English, and now we have a website that sends us to another website. Now, at the time of Elder's video, now Elder's a moderately small YouTube following there, but they cover things like this, and they haven't been super active recently, but at the time of their video, South32 looked like a website with an outdated style, right? It reminds you of like the GeoCities websites, it might look like an old HTML website, Nothing worth writing home about. Right. Super old site. When you look at it nowadays, you're just like, ew. Right. Like, uh, okay, someone forgot about this place. But on the site, it also included text referring to some sort of investment strategy around a film. And the film was of the same name. It was also called South 32. Now, just for those who want to know exactly, it's South 32, no spaces. The number's 32, not spelled out. Now, this film was a real crime film from 2016, and it's also the name of the production company that's behind it. So it's the website, it's the production company, and it's the movie that came out in 2016. You can actually view this right now if you were so inclined for free. You can go to YouTube or Vimeo or whatever other video website you want, I'm sure it's there. Now at the bottom of the page, it just repeats South32 and South32.com over and over again with various different keywords. Again, reminiscent of old internet. It says South32 pictures, South32 location, South32, it just says a lot of South32 plus word. Typically something you would do on the back end for keywords, metadata tags, stuff like that so Google can find your web page. Right. In the olden days, you might just put them at the bottom and hope that Google finds it, right? So now we have this strange website that was dug up from Google Translate. So Elder's Vault is like, all right, cool, we have the website. Who owns this? Well, it was owned by the screenwriter for the movie South 32 by the name of Luigi Bian. Elder also found many videos on YouTube that seemed to be paid actors describing Beyond's success as a filmmaker and a CEO. I actually looked up Luigi Beyond on YouTube. And I think the first result that I got, at least, was it was almost like a Fiverr ad. Uh, someone from Fiverr that you pay five bucks for clearly <laughs> yeah. reading off a script saying Luigi Beyond began their career in L.A. in this year. And clearly like a fluff piece for whoever this is, almost like they're laying groundwork for the for their identity. Yeah, I was about to say, does this person this person exists, right? Like this they directed as far as we know. OK, 
Yeah, and so whether it's a fake name, like a pseudonym or, or not, we don't really know yet. But looking even further, Elder then discovered that this website, along with 80,000 others, were all owned by someone with the names of Luigi Beyond, Kari Beyond, or Saeed Yamtobian. Oh, the Beyond family. Yeah, the Beyond family. And so those are, those are the three names that consistently come up for a lot of different websites. And then so he keeps kind of looking around and he discovered that all of these people actually refer to the same person. And at this point going forward, we're just going to refer to these three entities as Beyond because that's kind of the similarity between them all. Now, of these 80,000, 74,000 of these websites either redirected to South32.com or they mentioned the movie or the production company or something of that nature in some way. So 74,000. 74,000 sites. Yeah, all related back to this main website in some way. The like manpower or just like man hours behind that is absurd. Right? It makes you wonder like, why do you got that big of a footprint for this small indie film that's been out for free for a few years? Yeah. And, th and this has been going on for, for years, by the way. Like, again, this was discovered in 2018. It's active as of now. Like last week, I have some updates for it. Oh, God. But then it goes back for many years. This is a long-standing mystery that was only recently discovered. There's a lot of these mysteries where they're playing the long game. And let me tell you. Right? Wow. Kudos to the patience, because my God, some people right. are just like, yeah, maybe someone will find out in like 50 years. I'm just like, Jesus. Right. This is some sort of weird set it and forget it. Like they tell you with stock. So just put your money in stock and then right. let it sit there. Don't touch it. This guy, he's like, I put my time in, in 74,000 websites and then I don't touch it. I just don't even know. Okay. So these are like, are these all pretty terrible looking uh sites or they're all yeah they're all pretty pretty basic i would pretty, say yeah that, i was gonna say pretty basic simple yeah okay in fact I, I would say that most of them had quite bizarre details regarding their appearances or their login pages or their page contents in fact some of them when you went to them would automatically push a download to you for a file or a video as soon as you landed oh god get out gotta get out so that being said, proceed with caution if you decide to investigate you know, any further. If you decide to go to these websites and check them out yourself, uh, I know there's all sorts of malware blockers and ad blockers or whatever. Right. But hey, I just want to let you know, because I know a lot of you like to investigate here in the task force, you might get got, because a lot of these are probably malicious. Yeah. Tread lightly with your downloads and the yeah. sites you visit. Question, I because I, I doubt the answer is a yes, but there's no one that is investigating that this case that has even scoured close to all of these sites, right? Like, um, it's hard to say. I mean, it seems like Elder Vault here really did their homework and explored as many of these sites as they could. Not that we'd really know. Right, obviously you can't really go to 74,000 of them, but you can have bots kind of scrape through them. And if most of them are forwarding to south32.com, it kind of limits the effort involved. A lot of them are just probably parked URLs that then link to the main one. Right, right. But I think what's interesting here, and I have a lot of examples of some of the oddities on these sites, but I, I want to point out two of them in particular that stand out because among pushing downloads and, and among the fact that they use jpegs to convey text they don't put text on the website they put an image of text and we can touch on that a bit later two of the things that i found were interesting were that one of the websites actually prompted for a password uh very reminiscent of mortis.com another mystery we talked about but Elder was actually able to guess this password correctly and was then shown information about pickup locations and coordinates for trading, quote, product. So now he's got real world locations and coordinates and this website's talking about trading product and all of this is hidden behind a password. So it makes you wonder what the heck is product? I mean, look, if it's a late night, product is that ass. That being said. <laughs> 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 Uh, fair, fair enough. I, I mean, I mean probably drugs. Probably drugs. I I maybe a little bit up. of that ass. <laughs> Mostly that ass, but a smattering of drugs. Uh, but hey, yeah, I mean, product could be anything. See, that's where you go down the rabbit hole and it changes, right? That's where it reaches that point when you go, okay, this is real. When there's actual uh -huh. coordinates, when it goes from looking at a screen and having that protection of like, the screen and oddly enough, dare I say, even the internet <laughs> to like, oh, this is like 
this location is something here. Right. You just transcended from the digital space to the real world. Now I feel the reality of this. It's easy, like yep. you're saying, to look at a website and be like, ah, it's just a website. But there's something that, you know, when these websites become tangible, whew, especially when there's something like this going on, it makes you really start to go, okay, what am I getting into? You got to imagine Elder here is one of the, if not the first person to step into this arena and bring it to the forefront. So you have to believe that this is a very precarious position to be in. Right. I just... Being one of the people that's bringing it forward, I mean, I'll be real. My my gut instinct tells me to get people involved, like some sort of really bad pyramid scheme, but not like <laughs> to scam people, from, but more so for my protection. So that's the task force is like a really bad pyramid scheme, <laughs> yeah. but not for money, but for protection. <laughs> just so there's a ton of us there. So when yeah. they go, ha, ah, you fell into my trap, you just go, oh, I mean, well, like 50 of us are here. So, yeah, I mean, a ton of us. fall. There's into comfort in numbers, trap. knowing that, yeah, knowing that someone's got your back and knowing that someone knows that you're looking into something iffy. Exactly. Yeah, I would not want to be alone in a dark room researching this at all. But on a lighter note, one of the other interesting things about these sites, or at least one of them was that before Beyond's film was released in 2016, South32 as a website had many mentions of bullying and bullying statistics. And then eventually it did start to pivot into the realm of the movie. And then it slowly iterated into the website that it is today, which is quite strange. Uh, if you go to the website today, it is littered with the skull and crossbones that you would see on a poison label, lot of red, very much like someone coded this in third grade using HTML, but it's a very basic website. And again, for a lot of these visuals, uh, we like to post them on our Twitter page at RedWebPod if you want to check them out. Uh, that way you don't have to go to the website if you're not interested. But there's the simple form of the website, which features a video with a woman talking to the camera. And one of them has a coordinate in an image. And then the other one replaces the real world coordinate with just a number. Kind of like one of those old website tickers that were like, this is how many people that have come to the website. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. You'd have that on like, I don't know, like a Zanga page or a space page. Right. You could be like, look how popular I am. That just dated me. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> or in this case, it might be like, look how few people have been here, right? It might be, I keep track of the numbers every time I go. No one else should tick this number up. So if it ticks up, I know someone else been in my house. I, I feel like you could just have that on the back end of the site. They probably do because this is a, again, this is an image that they upload. So someone has to put the image together. It's not a live updated one. Someone is manually updating this ticker like frequently. Oh, that sounds tedious. A lot of these mysteries, man, they put a lot of time and effort into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, I guess it kind of pays off because we're sitting here talking about it. But my God. But does it pay off? Again, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it's like it starts to draw the question out. What the F is the motive of something like this. What are you after? Uh, what, I mean, you know? 100%. But something I <laughs> let go of a long time ago was trying to understand uh, <laughs> the motive of many things that we talk about on this show. <laughs> That's true. You just kind of let it. Let it wash over you like a wave. Exactly. I just go, man, that's wild. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Compels me, though. <laughs> yeah, I love I, that. I just love that. But yeah, I mean, that's the discovery phase of this mystery. But yeah, it does have an escalation phase to it that I want to dive into. Very similar to the Mayday mystery that we just released as of the time of recording this episode. Kind of putting a date on the recording here, but... There's a similar piece to this one in that the mystery kind of leaps off the page. Again, I, I kind of get ahead of myself, but the mystery starts to reach out and envelop Elder's Vault himself into this mystery. And it becomes very interesting, to say the least, if not a little spooky. But after the Elder's Vault video introduced this mystery to the world, the website actually responded. And I actually was going to say this earlier. Anytime you get into a passworded website, at least in the history of this show, anytime someone gets to a place they shouldn't be, that thing reacts, right? You have Lake City Quiet Pills. You have Mortis.com. You have a lot of these websites that people find themselves looking into and going like, oh my God, I found something the next day it reacts and it hides that thing or it re-encrypts it or it does something while it's happening here too. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> like that. My eyes are wide open. This goes exactly to what you were saying. The mystery crosses the screen. It goes from the digital space, which has an odd level of comfort to it, to reality. 
It is reacting to your actions. And at this point, after making the mystery known to the world, the website changed drastically and updated even more frequently than it had already been updating. The site itself, South32, changed to a text and robotic audio. So no longer do you have this nice little video talking about the movie, no longer do you have these innocuous numbers just posted. You have audio on the website asking for the location of, quote, Mr. Elder, who has an Australian accent, end quote. It drops the name of Elder's Vault. It's, imagine, Fredo, we do this mystery. You go to south32.com and it says, I want Alfredo. Where is he? (laughs) And that's where I fly from this country. (laughs) Oh, you can't escape the internet. Somewhere else. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, that's too real. Too real. At that point, I don't know how I'd be able to rest at night. Oh, God, no. Mm -mm. I'd sit there racing in my head like, okay, you know, they're reacting to me. Obviously, this is someone that's got time and resources on their hands Mm -hmm. to some extent. That being said, what else do they know about me? Uh, Especially for us, it's just like, that's just like, oh, God, like, you know, we have Twitters and stuff like so then I would lay awake at night going, oh, God, like, when is the other foot going to drop? And the other foot being like, they just show up. This is when I step up, Fredo, and I say, no one touch my boy. But also no one touch me because, you know, the real brains behind this entire podcast. His name is Dirk. Okay, that's the guy you're looking for. Yeah. South32.com. You need to come at us. Dirk. Dirk is the one. He's the one. Master, I'm pulling all the strings. I got the most strings on me right now. Yeah. Maybe too many strings. Why do you think, think there's no video version We of need this? to cut loose, Fredo, you and I, from these strings. <laughs> get, get out of some, here. Some sort of Ultron situation. Uh, <laughs> but it, it gets a little darker, and, and I do want to say, like, as creepy as this sounds, it does resolve in a more benign way. I, I don't mean to undercut the uh, the ominous tones here, but considering that we're filming this and you might be caught off guard by this information once again, much like this happened with the Mayday thing, I wouldn't put you in a situation that would actually put you in harm's way, nor myself. So right, right. I don't want to, again, I don't want to undercut the uh, entertainment piece, but it does resolve in a more positive way. But anyway, you have to, again, you have to think of from Ender's perspective. This guy breaks this mystery that he stumbled into, reveals it to the world. South 32 then reacts by changing the website and then putting some robotic text asking for who he was, where he was. Now, it does indicate that this person has an Australian accent. And I will say Elder does not have an Australian accent. They do have a bit of an accent of some sort, but it's certainly not Australian. And then on top of that uh, are some more kind of falsehoods, right? The site is claiming that Elder was threatening the South 32 production company with violence, which is demonstrably false, and that Elder might be involved with the mob, which again, is demonstrably false. So this is some sort of like slander in a way, but what really, again, thinking from Elder's perspective, what really feels unsettling is that the site claimed to offer $100,000 for any information on Elder and even threatened legal trouble against them. Yeah, okay, woo, wow. Um, that was a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you started talking about like, ooh, the mob, I went, ah, come on. Right. Like, sure, I'm sure does the mob exist? Yes. Have they probably evolved a little bit in the way they run like their crimes because of, you know, just advancing with technology in modern day electronics? Yes. I don't see this something like this being something like the mob would be like into. Right. If Elder was involved with the mob, all I'm picturing now is Marlon Brando's The Godfather and he's sitting there and he's going, I found this website. When I went to translate.google.com, right. I found a website that I couldn't refuse. Like, come on. How is, how is Elder, the mobster here, right? Yeah. When he's just saying, this is weird. So I don't know. I think the, the really worrisome thing is the bounty. Yeah, the bounty stuff, because that's the kind of thing where regardless of it being real, people, I mean, you know, the people world want revolves that around money, man. And mm-hmm. so people are going to sit there and just go, I mean, it might not be real, but was it a hundred grand? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred grand is a lot of money. Hey, always time for possibly a hundred grand. Easy. Easy. Some, oh, and some black hat hackers, right? You got the white hat look, looking to do some, some good. And you got the, the black hat, which are looking to do some like illegal stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard those classifications, but yeah, I mean, you got some hackers out here. They catch wind of this. I would wager that this is some sort of false deal, right? You would probably pick this up and be like, ah, that's a lie. But, you know, you get the wrong hacker. You get them involved with this. They might actually dox you or whatever. And it, yeah. it's a spooky situation to be I mean, in. But they'll give it a I definitely for a hundred grand. People will mm. waste time for, oh, for yeah. possibly a hundred grand. Easy. Oh, yeah. Like that's no question. 
Now at this point, there's another YouTuber that enters the fray by the name of Scare Theater. They also uploaded a video detailing the South 32 mystery. Soon after that, the Scare Theater logo started to appear on some of the South 32 websites and social media accounts. However, apples to apples, it doesn't seem like South 32 responded as negatively to this video as they did to Elder's video. But they did take notice and they did start interacting with this other YouTuber. And uh, since these videos came out, it seems that Beyond has escalated the amount of content that they're creating revolving around this South 32 idea. Again, not really sure what it's referring to because it's the production company, the website, the movie. This entity is just South 32 through and through. I don't know. It's hard to track. I mean, why not, right? You're spending time on it and it's reacting back. Like, might as well keep going deeper. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but uh, at this point, the website's still changing, right? They got those routine changes of content. Eventually, they moved away from these YouTubers and started targeting a mining company of the same name. So a mining company named South32, and they were starting to say things like, you're dumping oil on koalas. So we have another <laughs> Australian reference. What? Yeah, this is uh, this is what one would call in the industry libel, and whoever's running this website is really stepping in it. I don't know. It's just I I think especially with like all the internet like uh, mysteries, there's uh -huh. always like a little bit of like trolley humor to it. Yeah, I'm just dumping like, oil on koalas. Like what? Okay, this is the internet one. <laughs> well, the website here, South32, is claiming that the CEO of BHP, which is the mining company's parent company, they're saying, okay, you're trying to copy my production company and you're bullying me. That's what the website ultimately is claiming if I were to distill it down. Beyond claimed to be filing a lawsuit against the CEO of Reddit later on for slander for unkind things that users were saying about the website. It's undetermined if that actually went through with the filing successfully. It's very unlikely though, because I don't think you sue the medium through which someone is slandering you. You would right. sue the person and the, the medium would then probably ban that person. But regardless, it seems a bit hypocritical now. This person is, they've got their defenses up. They're swinging at anybody that talks crap, but then they're also throwing shade out themselves. So we got a bit of a, a situation on our hands. I don't, I don't even know. But I, I say this because it will feed into a theory later on. It's a, it's a bit childish. It's oh, really yeah. weird. Yeah, like a playground argument. Yeah, there's not as much sophistication that I thought there would be in this argument. Um, mm -hmm. It's just kind of just flinging stuff around. Right, and and there's a lot of empty threats of lawsuits and a lot of hollow but high number, like $100,000 being thrown out. So it's clearly someone who's trying to talk the talk, scare people off, maybe get paid doing it, or at least thus far, not showing that they can walk the walk, that there's nothing behind the punches. Yeah, and that's the thing about the whole situation, right? Where like, if you're gonna throw out big stuff, like, like, yeah, I mean, that definitely garners attention, but very quickly you'll lose attention depending on like how you know, if you just keep throwing out random stuff like this, that, this, that, nothing is happening, then it very quickly just comes out as just like empty, uh, empty threats. Right. Well, this is where I come back to the idea of searching Luigi Beyond on YouTube. You do that now, you're still actually going to get some of these videos. And there are countless of them from various accounts. They all have odd content on them. But these YouTube channels, of which they are numerous, uh, are posting videos with content ranging from COVID conspiracy theories to actors seemingly reading a script about a man named Luigi Beyond. Right. Like I said, it looks like someone was hired off Fiverr to read a testimony about this person and their career. And at this point, it's quite widely assumed that these videos are created or paid for by Beyond. New videos have continued to be posted, actually, as recently as April 20th of 2021. So only a few days ago as of recording this episode. So still active all the way from the early 2000s to now. And on top of that, there are also actually Instagram posts, Twitter accounts, Reddit posts, etc., that all post content that's very similar to these YouTube videos. Many of them claim to be beyond, some could be faking it, some could just be posers, but a lot of people interact with these, and on a rare occasion they do get responses. But it's still up in the air whether this is the real Beyond or South 32 entity or someone just faking it and, uh, and pretending, but it's interesting. There's a huge huge internet footprint here i mean yeah I mean, you know we've had a lot of like murder cases and various things where people just like oddly enough want to take credit for like various things um oh i said the word that being said 
it kind of makes me miss like a couple of the previous mysteries where people would have tags, right? So you'd actually know like this is a legit message. Mm -hmm. This just seems like a frenzy. It seems like it was very kind of trolly, maybe a little childish. And now you just it's attracting a ton of people that are also just like, yeah, I'm a part of this too. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, like 100%. It's getting it's getting like wild and chaotic in, in a way that I didn't see it happening, but it's happening. 100%. Uh, you know, a lot of these videos just to like kind of dip your toes into them again. We've talked about the, the top result for me was some guy talking about Luigi Beyond's career. Uh, in LA and whatnot. Another one of the videos I clicked through and it was like snippets of conspiracy theories about COVID and how satellites are blasting it into our atmosphere and whatever's going on here. It's just worth mentioning that they're trying to keep with the times at least that the yeah, that whatever mean, they're spouting is pivoting with whatever's in the zeitgeist. <laughs> you said satellites and COVID. Like, <laughs> I mean, damn, you, you weren't kidding when you talked about recent. Welcome to the interlude. As always, I'm Trevor Collins here to just bring you some housekeeping notes about Red Web, stuff that's going on behind the scenes, and a couple of notes from our sponsors. Just a reminder, we do have an email now, redweb at roosterteeth.com. You can reach out to us if you got some mysteries. If you're in up to your ears in some sort of conundrum, mystery or otherwise, I can't say we're going to be able to help, but man, if the task force isn't here to try it. We'd love to know about any mysteries that you stumble into on the net or otherwise. We also have the merch over at store.roosterteeth.com where you can uh, join the task force. I believe we have refreshed or will soon our pin, our long sleeve, our hoodies and everything. We're going to have a new limited edition hoodie, uh, limited edition. <laughs> so uh, if you want to wear that, man, join the task force, suit up. Love to see all the Instagram posts and Twitter photos of you guys wearing the merch. Really do appreciate that support. And it goes all directly to this podcast and the expansion of the Red Web brand, as it were. We're cooking up a lot of different ideas. Can't make any promises, but man, I got some stuff in this little mind of mine. I'm working up some things and hopefully we can see an expansion to the Red Web intellectual property, as it were, uh, in the near future. And we'll keep you posted here on the show, obviously. But with all of that said, I do want to talk about a couple of our sponsors. Today's episode of Red Web is sponsored by Brook Linen. Believe it or not, springtime is upon us again, and it may be time for a change, especially around the house. So why not make a change that makes you extra comfy, all while making your home look good? Enter our betting hero, Brook Linen. Brooklinen was started to create beautiful, high-quality home goods that don't cost a ton of money. And man, do they deliver on that promise. I'm talking buttery soft, breathable sheets, and plush towels. They even make robes and loungewear because otherwise... How would you ever get out of bed and leave your Brooklinen sheets in the morning? Thanks to Brooklinen, I was able to put some of these sheets on my bed, try them out, slick my legs around, slide on into those buttery smooth sheets, and they truly are very, very comfortable. They're the ones that are on my bed right now. They're a staple in our household. We got that nice dark slate gray, and it adds a nice kind of modern flair to our bedroom, and uh, they really are nice. So if you're interested, I encourage you to check them out. Uh, but give yourself the comfort, refresh you deserve, and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code REDWEB to let them know that we sent you, okay? And you can get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Uh, that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code REDWEB for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Let them know we sent you. Shout it from the rooftops, support the show, get yourself some comfortable sheets. That's brooklinen.com, promo code REDWEB. This episode of REDWEB is also sponsored by BetterHelp. In 2021, it's finally becoming totally normal to talk about our mental health, and that's why we're excited about today's sponsor being BetterHelp Online Therapy. Whether you're dealing with major life changes, facing depression or anxiety, or just want some help and guidance working through some challenges and goals, therapy can be a huge help. So stop feeling ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better. I went to their website and went through their very easy and quick quiz to figure out how BetterHelp can help me. So if you're interested in this, they have a very easy to use quiz to figure out whether it's family troubles, personal troubles, anything of that nature, and they can line you up with a service ready and waiting for your particular goals. 
BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. Plus, BetterHelp is more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. RedWeb is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com RedWeb. That's BetterHelp.com RedWeb for 10% off your first month. Thank you very much to those sponsors and to those of you listening at home who have shared this podcast with your friends and reviewed it on the various platforms. It always means a lot. So thank you very much. And with that said, let's get right back into the mystery. Recently, right, the website claims to have been filing for Chapter 7 bankruptcy and mentions, again, things about COVID-19. In fact, offensive things about COVID-19. Um, I'm looking at the website now, south32.com, and even our screenshots that we have on file are different than the website looks right now. They've added little swords next to the skull. Uh, the language says South32 suing bhps32bhp.com, $100 billion dollars. And yeah, it's a billion dollars. Yup. All right. It's just throwing out absurd numbers. They're talking about poisoning Australian waters, radiation leaks, fires, radioactive death, uranium leak dumping. Uh, They're just a bunch of keywords, really. Yeah. It just seems just like, all right, let's just really hit all of these like keywords and top metadata stuff. Yeah. This is what it would feel like if a, a 2003 AI bot were trying to sue a company is what is what this looks like actually that makes a lot of sense like like if uh, skynet was activated a few years earlier and it was like <laughs> skynet wasn't and, and it wasn't you know it wasn't sophisticated yet and it was just spouting out words you'd be like all right someone power this thing down <laughs> it's just like not yet too soon too soon hey i don't know though watch what you say south 32 could be listening because when it finally wakes up and gets self-awareness could come for us we are screwed I mean, it could come for Dirk. Yes, who pulls the strings? Who pulls Again, the strings? Dirk and moves pulls my mouth. Strings. Mm-hmm. Dirk's the string guy. His middle name is Strings. Oddly enough. Uh, yeah, it just kind of happened that way. Serendipity. But as recent as April 10th of 2021, multiple South 32 websites went down, including the main site itself. It returned only days later with new images and videos on pollution. Again, those are what I just outlined. You can check them out yourself if you are so inclined. But again, proceed with caution. But essentially, it's got the poison control skull uh, with coal and death in the eyes. However, again, let me pull it back up. Yeah, the actual website's changed since we even took these notes. So uh, if you go to this website, it's very likely that at the time of releasing this episode, it will look even further different by the time you listen to this or re-listen to this. It could be different yet again. So it'll be interesting to hear from you all what it looks like again. If you go and you proceed with caution, uh, what it looks like to you uh, at that time, because it's almost like a little time capsule of, uh, of conspiracy. Like in the moment. Yeah, but still, it is still mostly accurate, our notes we have. It's got a repeating skull and crossbones. Uh, it doesn't say invest South 32 Luigi CEO anymore, like I have in my notes. It has instead the South 32 suing BHP text that I read off earlier. But yeah, it's going to be changing. It's going to be changing a lot. It's got a 22 second video on pollution in there. But ultimately, that's the mystery of South 32. It's essentially a widespread internet footprint of odd sites and videos with a nebulous purpose. There seems to be a key point of origin in this supposed Luigi Beyond. And it seems that they're working overtime to not only create a false image of themselves, but also to take down anyone that attempts to get close to their projects or to this mystery at large. And beyond that, the mystery is muddied by constantly refocusing conspiracy theories and subtext and other imagery that is all very confusing. And because of that, it seems that many questions remain. In fact, I would wager that only questions remain. This is so strange. Uh, how this was stumbled about, it makes you wonder just how many mysteries are just like this right under our noses, ready to be stumbled into. But yeah, that's the mystery before we dive into the theories. That's, um, wow. I mean, like, it, like, ramped up. Not to say that, like, it fizzled out, but, like, it just very much got into that weird, trolly, childish kind of, like, situation and then just sat there. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little crazy that we just don't even know what the purpose is, not to even like any extent other than like, I mean, just boredom, craziness. And I think what you're saying, like, I feel that, too. It feels 
Like it was laser focused, or at least that was my assumption in the beginning that it had a right. focused intent. One boom, this is the website. This is what's going on. But as we kind of dove into it and as other people got involved, it seemed like it spidered out and tried to cover too much ground. And then you realize, oh, yeah, there are 74,000 websites. So is it really as laser focused as we think or is it just a smattering of oddities around the Internet? It does in a way feel like it fizzles out. But do you have any like gut instincts on uh, on what you think might be going on here? I just don't know, because it very much like it seemed like you said, so laser focus and then very much so got so scattershotted and so out of hand where I was just like, man, okay, we're going down a very like narrow path. And then at this point, I'm just like, oh, we're just in the middle of the woods. Like, (laughs) yeah. Or you go, you're going down the path and the path spiders into like five different paths that go into 10. It's, it's hard to track. I was like, whoa. I mean, if you're trying, if they're trying to get a point across, like they didn't. (laughs) Right. I don't think like they didn't. (laughs) Well, one of the original theories regarding South 32 was that something darker was going on, that this this was perhaps maybe a crime syndicate. Because of the changing coordinates, the uh, discussion of drop locations and things of that nature, right? The quote product, uh, it is theorized that someone might have been using these websites in order to trade goods or otherwise smuggle something or relay information that would have otherwise gotten them in trouble. It is also rumored that these websites might act sort of like the internet's version or the modern version of number stations, which again is another mystery in and of itself. Maybe we'll cover that someday, but to to distill that one down, it's essentially old Soviet era radio stations that are still broadcasting random strings of numbers 24 seven, seven days a week for years on end. And people don't really know what they're for. People have theories around it, but maybe that's what these websites serve to do is some similarly vague purpose. And then a couple other pieces regarding this kind of idea that maybe this is criminal behavior is if we think back to the uh, the pilot episode that we had with Lake City Quiet Pills, it seems that these are websites that only those who would be familiar to the websites would understand them because most people that go to these would be like, what is this? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe I'm going to leave. Yeah, just they're just out right away. Unless like, you know what you're looking for. You're just kind of like, ah, all right, bye. Exactly. And because a lot of the time, in fact, 99% of the time, they communicate using images rather than text that is baked into the website. Uh, it seems like they're avoiding something, right? That websites can't crawl their site and save any of the text because they are images and those images have to be hosted somewhere. So once they're removed, that information is essentially lost. Uh, obviously, you can have the Wayback Machine and other websites that can take snapshots, but that text is not hard-coded into the site and therefore can't easily be tracked unless someone is looking at the website daily and taking snapshots and making a very determined effort to try to figure things out. So right. that kind of lends itself into a, uh, hey, we're, we, this is kind of covering our tracks. Uh, maybe this is uh, a criminal kind of endeavor here. But like... Why respond to people? Right. Why threaten people? Why look yeah, for people? Be- why, why raise a flag? Why say, hey, I'm here? Yeah. That, see, that's why, like, as much as I want to be like, oh, yeah. Or I'm just like, man, if this was like a crime syndicate thing, there's a lot of money behind that. And so it's like, how is someone just like, hey, stop that. You're going to get us caught. <laughs> I mean, to that extent, it makes me feel like, no, okay, there is one person and they're trying to look like a criminal or look like someone who's got the guns, right? They like flexing, but they're behind the keyboard. And really, it's just a bunch of empty threats to deter people from looking closer, which to me, you know, could be something could be counterintuitive, (laughs) right? If it is a criminal sort of activity, I don't think they're going to be like some soft threats. I think there's going to be some worrisome language thrown around. You're going to be like, all right, no, I do want to back out by criminals. Right. Getting too real. Yeah. So beyond being a potential criminal enterprise, we have the idea, as usual, with our internet-centric mysteries, that this is an ARG of some sort, an alternate reality game that kind of gets you invested in these very cryptic websites because there's clues to digest and real-world activities to take on or whatever. And that's exactly what kind of led us down this path was the cryptic style of websites, the codes, the frequently changing images that maybe this was leading to some sort of story. And beyond that, the fact that the mystery seems to react to those who find it and speak about it implies that there's either a game afoot, right? That there's some sort of interaction happening or that something just simply isn't right. That isn't an ARG that you don't want to be messing with it and you don't want it interacting with you. So it's it's one or the other to me. 
This would be an incredibly long time for an ARG to go without any clear goal or story. Yeah, I just feel like it becomes such a waste of time at that point. I and mean, then going back to what you said, yeah, I just don't know about the whole, like, you know, uh, it just feels like so many empty threats. At this point, it seems like so many people are trying to, like, get in on this and they're knocking on that door. And it just seems like it's a lot of empty threats of like, hey, get out of here or I'll do this. And then nothing right. happens. <laughs> I mean, I think an ARG makes sense for something like this. But again, it's uh, it's so expensive right? to maintain these websites. As you pointed out, there's so much work hours that would go into maintaining and updating these websites, unless maybe it's done by some sort of primitive bot. And there's a lot of just randomized text that's applied to this thing, you know, and that these websites are randomly generated within certain confines. I mean, maybe that's a way to maintain, a way to update these, but... Right, maybe it's a little more self-sufficient than we thought. Yeah. I just, the point? The point, what? exactly. It just seems, I mean, even regardless of that, that just seems like a good chunk of time and effort, and it seems to be responsive. Mm-hmm. So they're on top of stuff. They're yeah. looking constantly yeah, exactly. apparently but, i mean who knows sometimes people got a lot of time on their hands especially now you know covid times that's true it seems like whoever this is is really focused in on the south 32 footprint so if anything comes out with south 32 boom they're on you but the fact is args tend to not be super high cost at least not without some sort of advertising involved and that's what leads to the next theory is that this is some sort of publicity stunt for the movie itself that this is some sort of advertising scheme that kind of avant-garde sort of advertising. I don't know that they're trying something new, but but it's weird because this is still going on now. And the movie, as I mentioned before, came out in 2016 and it's freely available to watch. So you can watch it for free. There's no proceeds really being raised by this film. So yeah. again, it draws into question why. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Big old why just coming from my head right now. I mean, maybe this is a failed advertising campaign. Uh, maybe Luigi wanted to release still, other films. Maybe they wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, who, right. Maybe there's like a, a plan and a path that we don't know. I just seem so crazy. I'm just like, it, it seems like the obvious thing would be to just tie it to the movie. I, I just don't see how it's beneficial to it, really. Sure, you have more eyes on it, but is it really enough to, to warrant doing all of this? Yeah. You know what this makes me think? That this is someone who put in a lot of effort to fake their self. That they've built this identity of Luigi Beyond. They have all these videos touting them as this uh, incredible director in LA and they made this film to substantiate that and they have this wide internet footprint so they could basically pad their resume or invent one from scratch. And that anybody talking about this threatens that image. And maybe they're out there working for Disney right now, right in the Marvel films. And if anybody comes out and says South 32, oh, that's some <laughs> that's some mysterious stuff. And then someone's like, oh, wait a minute, Russo brothers. This is fake. Your whole existence is fake. Right. <laughs> and then South 32 ends up being the Russo brothers. It's just so much money, though, behind it. It's like, why <laughs> even get caught up in it? Like, you have the money. You have the attention of the people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's the best I could do with this idea because again this movie doesn't seem to have gone anywhere but yeah i don't know well another kind of point to make and this isn't necessarily advertising but it is on the revenue front the the purpose behind perhaps the arg of the websites you know a lot of these websites are easily mistyped versions of other websites so maybe that this is just a wide net to essentially fool people into falling into it so when you fall into it you end up seeing some ads Maybe you get malware spread to you or something like that. And then through that, you might be able to earn revenue in some way. Yeah, just a bunch of cookies installed on everyone's computer. Yeah, welcome to South 32 cookies. Oh, wait, no, you're talking. Okay, I was thinking. Like the bad cookie, not the delicious warm, kind. gooey chocolate chip. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one last note on this particular front, this theory here, uh, is that Beyond's son, Daniel Yamtobian, uh, was the founder and CEO of Advertise.com, and they also created the browser extension Zupiter. It's Jupiter with an X. I believe that's how you would say oh. it. And this extension actually added adware to millions of computers back in 2002. And so maybe people are starting to think, okay, maybe these sites are advertising this extension. Maybe there is an intent to spread malware with the intent of then turning on like, hey, if you want the fix, buy this software. 
I, I do feel like though with that theory, like uh, sure, you probably got it on hundreds of thousands of computers, if if that, maybe probably like tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. I mean, people can find the malware. It's not that hard. I, I I doubt it's some super advanced like malware that's hidden and really undetectable. You know, right? Very easily, someone well, with grandma might struggle. Yeah, grandma might struggle, but very easily, someone's gonna go, "Hey, I went to this site, and uh, yeah, it has malware. So uh, keep an eye out for that." Right? Like, you'd yeah. find at least one yeah. person is like, "Oh, there, this has a malware bug attached to it." Um, so tread with caution i i don't feel like it'd be such a mystery right and, and browsers are pretty smart about that too if they go there they're gonna be like hey yeah this website's been reported for this activity or we blocked something whatever or it's a little icky yeah so i don't know it's hard to say because a lot of these south 32 websites in kind of closing of this theory it is interesting and i think that there's some meat to it but most of these south 32 websites don't seem to have obvious ads on them if ads at all or at least not now. So it does call into question the revenue schemes, which then call into question the potential ARG aspect of it. But one last thing that I find, the last theory I find quite compelling, and it's the leading theory proposed by both uh, YouTube creators who we mentioned before, Elders Vault and Scare Theater. They both propose that this is some sort of cyber squatting situation. Uh, cyber squatters, if you're unfamiliar with the name, are essentially folks that register domain names with the intent of selling them later on or forcing whoever wants them to pay large amounts of money for them. Essentially domain yeah, names, right? Yeah, squatting so, on a domain name or something like that. Right. You think a lot about this now, people are talking about digital real estate, but this is kind of the early internet version of that. So we are talking about 2002 and a little bit before that. Whoever this is, Beyond, might have scooped up all sorts of websites in order to force people to either shut them down. It, it, that seems what they're doing here. When you really start to look at the language on their websites, they're either getting very litigious and offensive or they're getting hyper defensive. But it's essentially, essentially they're begging for a fight and hoping maybe those fights resolve with monetary gain or or selling of some sort. That seems to be what, what is going on, and I have more details to kind of help build that case here. Leading with the fact that if you simply Google Saeed Yamtobian, the name that I mentioned early in the episode, it returns countless results relating to cyber squatting cases involving this person. Again, it's hard to know if this is the exact name or if this is one of the pseudonyms, but regardless, there are a lot of cyber squatting cases revolving around this particular name. And then many of the sites owned by the name Luigi Beyond are similar in that way. Many of them are incredibly similar to established common websites, but have misspellings. For example, one of the websites is Realtor.com instead of Realtor.com. So they took the A out. So if you went to type it in. Brian, you misspelled it like you'd end up on that site. Yeah. And I'm... This is very common. I'm sure you've done it before. Yep. I think when I was a kid, I typed goggle.com and it took me to google.com. I don't think that works anymore, <laughs> but uh, that happened once. But regardless, in 1998, Yom Tobian, aka the person who we've identified as Beyond this whole time, was actually sued by the Los Angeles Times over copyright infringement for the domain name losangelestimes.com and latime.com. There's another instance here of Alta Vista in 2000 who won a case against them as well over the domain names altavistausa.com and altavista.com. So clearly we have a, a serial cyber squatter here who uh, is either trying to drive traffic away from proper websites for question mark gains, right? We don't know if they're trying to earn yeah. advertising or if they're just trying to bully these uh, these proper channels into buying their misspellings or if they just like being sued. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, but oddly enough, as, as stupid as this all sounds, kind of fits. I, I, I don't know. Something about it just like, yeah, it just kind of seems like someone that's squatting on this stuff and is trying to get a little, you know, quick bug here and there. Yeah. Well, the last one I want to mention is because it is interesting. It's foxchannel.com, obviously very confusingly similar to the trademarks owned by Fox, right? And so, uh, again, this is just another instance of common misspellings that are used for whatever gains. And, and people back in the early internets would be like, oh, this is the official website for sure. Oh, it's downloading something? Well, I trust yeah. Fox. I'll download that. And oh, I have a virus. But to kind of bring us back on track and away from that. So clearly we've established a, uh, a spree. There's a, there's a habit here. Now, South 32, as I mentioned earlier, is also the name of a large Australian mining corporation. 
And this isn't, I don't think, by happenstance. But the company and beyond have, in fact, had legal issues over the domain name uh, South32.com. And Beyond apparently asked for $10 million from South32, the mining company, said, hey, give me $10 million, I'll give you the website. Well, hey, modern internet, baby. They just went with South32.net and they moved on with right. their lives. And thus ends that tale. Now, the leading theory behind this is that Beyond is still trying to sell the domain name and that the low-budget film was just a way to legitimize his own site, right? Or his right. owning of the site. Yeah. Oh. So he identified a company that he wanted to go after. He took one of their names, but he then said, no, this was my name because it's my production company and it's my movie name. So yeah, I own rights to this. Because otherwise, there is grounds for uh, you know the government to step in and say, well, uh, they do have legal claim to that name and thus right. get the heck out. Yeah. Or they might force you to settle for a more reasonable It's the price. same thing with like... I don't know, like sometimes social media or Twitch where it's just like, oh, you know, hey, um, you know, I know with like Twitch, it's just like, hey, you know, I'm a, an established streamer, I'm partnered or whatever, so forth. Um, this person is just squatting on the name. They're more likely to be like, okay, yeah, sure. This is just someone that's not active as opposed to like, well, I mean, right. I mean, this person does act, it stream a couple times a year. They're still using their account. Like there's some legitimacy right. to it. It's not just someone to, that just like set it and forget it. And so it makes it way harder to actually gain. There's a lot of like, I think like Twitter too, like if accounts go inactive for a certain amount of time, they just release the handles after a bit. Yep. They automatically, they email you and they say, hey, we're going to delete this in 30 days. Better log in. But I mean, you're right on the money in my opinion. I think that's exactly why the websites update frequently. I think that's exactly why they're defensive because they want to maintain credence or in some form. They want to say, no, I am 32, South 32, whatever. And to let and to kind of build on that story more, Bian claims that he changed his film company's name from Kari Bian Film to South 32 back in 2011. So this is their like their story. This is how they're right. saying, no, we came first. And that they, for some unknown reason, that BHP copied them. That they were like, I came up with this name first, they're copying me. But when you look at the site and you look at its records, South32.com on the Wayback Machine only goes back, I think, as far as 2014. And when you look at the BHP creation of the mining company called South32, that was also created in 2014. So to me, it feels like for whatever reason, they identified this company and they said, I'm going to sue them. It goes to say maybe that's why there's libel on their website right now, that they're trying to antagonize some sort of lawsuit. They put on their website quite often more libelous stuff and more slanderous stuff, things that are offensive in some nature towards this mining right. company, almost to kind of spur some sort of legal fight. And, and clearly they've got an established resume with that, with these YouTube creators and other people that look into this. So oh, man. to me, I feel like this is the genuine resolve. I mean, no one's going to come out and say, that's the answer. Least of all, this beyond entity. Right, exactly. I feel like that's it, though. I feel like this is it. And this is why most people do tend to lean on this as the solution, actually, to the mystery. And that this is actually solved in most ways. It just, it makes the most sense. And it also lines up with kind of like the tone of the person that was, or the people that are running the site, right? It all just kind of fits. We're just like, it just felt kind of childish. Right. And so this also feels like that's just an extension of that theory. Yeah. And I mean, like, they're, they're certainly not afraid of getting into very precarious situations. I don't think they truly understand just how on the wrong side of the argument they continuously are. Right. But I, they really are trying to go after this South 32. Maybe they still are for some reason. They're still trying to wage that war. But when they enter the territory of actually posting libelous stuff, uh, whether it be threatening the doxing of YouTubers by way of currency, by payment, uh, asking for those details in some way for whatever purpose, threatening this company, they're really just stepping in it, man. They're asking for trouble. And, and I can't really say that it's a productive way to go about getting money. But to me, this this is very much the solution as to what's going on with this site. Yeah, I mean, that's to me the one that makes the most sense. It I don't know, it, it resonates with me and I can see why, you know, a lot of people as well. It doesn't surprise me when you said, you know, this is the popular theory here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's South 32, uh, a very interesting mystery nonetheless. And again, 
While I think the website is probably generated by bots because of the way the language is used and, and distributed on the website, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. Um, it went down for a few days there not too long ago, but it's back up, constantly changing, even in the time that we did research on this. So regardless of this being the solve or not, it's it'll still be interesting to kind of uh, view from afar as this website continues to evolve and maybe react to us or other folks out there that decide to talk about it or tread in there. But yeah, fascinating, fascinating topic. And it's always nice to dive into the uh, the deep dark web. Yeah, I think it like, it, you know, we talked about it earlier. It, it seemed very, I don't know, kind of like targeted, very cerebral in a sense. And then very quickly went, oh, this is childish. And then the theories, there is something, I don't know, that was just kind of relieving about hearing that theory of like, oh, it just seems like they're squatting on it or something you know what i mean i just go oh that kind of right. makes sense like yeah it's just a right. weird way to like squat and kind of have some legitimacy over this name yeah and i don't know why they're dying on the south 32 hill i mean uh, but i guess i do I, I don't know man it's it's tough because they clearly had some good footholds in some parked urls or park domain names right yeah. but then they got sued a couple of times and then that ended and so maybe that's why they have this large large web of 76 or so odd thousands urls that all forward into this south 32 ecosystem maybe someday it'll pivot maybe they'll they'll decide to go after walmart or something yeah. like that and the, and south 32 will become a different name but for now this is where south 32 rests i agree and with that said, Fredo, I'll see you back here on Monday. Hell yeah. Next Monday for another mystery. Goodbye. Goodbye.